After having worked together to produce The Girl Who Left Through Time, Mamoru Hosodo and Yuichiro Saito decided to found Studio Chizu, an outdoor studio as Saito would say, and right away do they prove their capability by releasing the modern classic Wolf Children. The opening frame alone displays this level of care and artistry put into the film. It's the melodic tones sprinkled throughout though, carrying a sense of warmth that shines even during the darker moments. The story is centered on a young woman named Hannah, who's tasked with raising her two human wolf newborns, and amidst the struggles of caring for every possible need, she refuses to relent even in the slightest. Overall, it's an uplifting tale of a mother going against all the odds to give her children the chance to choose between being a human or being a wolf. Man. Yeah. You watched this today, right? I did. I watched this today. I'm going to start this with the comments, by the way. Hold on. Let me get the comments. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> I feel like, no, because cool, we need to get like a, a good idea of what, we're, what the people are in for here. Right. Let me know what the people thought, because I know what I think. All right. The I have four. First one goes, how to cry till you're dehydrated the movie. Mm -hmm. Second one goes, if it makes you feel any better in the manga, it shows that Ame does visit her and leaves her fruit every once in a while. I would have been, I would have expected that in the first place. Ame cares about his mother. Uh, three, note to self, never get impregnated by a wolfman. I will try to keep that one in mind. <laughs> It'd be a little harder for me than most, but... And the last one is, oh, look, it's the movie that killed me inside. This movie is supposed to do the opposite of that, though. I understand what they mean, because it just it just takes all your guts and it wrenches them from side to side occasionally, but... Uh, Did you also just not want to go through the minute the first opening scene came in? <laughs> no, I wanted to see more. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was feeling it. The first, the very first frame came up and the music started playing. I said, oh, what am I in for? What if we just, what if we just sat in this field for the next two hours? <laughs> what if we just didn't do the movie? Oh my god! Because the music, the dude, the very first song they play, you're like, this isn't gonna be a very fun movie, is it? <laughs> it's all oh, you go. It's one of those, huh? It is very fun, but it does. Uh, it does kill you in certain parts. Yeah, this, um, when I finished watching the movie, I just, I felt, you know, you do the, you do that thing all the time when like you watch something sad, but also happy and it makes you feel things and you just have to sit and watch through the credits and contemplate what you just spent your time watching. <laughs> you know, I, I did that, but it was four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> And it felt like I needed to go to bed and wow. cry myself to sleep. Damn. I'm lucky I did this at the night. Yeah, because you got you got to do that. But then I had to rewatch it. <laughs> you what did you watch it again today? No, 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 because I because the first time because because this is the this is the first time we've done one where I haven't seen it beforehand. Ah. So I had to like fully immerse myself the first time around. I had to get every little grasp of it and then go back and do the plot points and all that stuff. Did you watch it back to back? Usually when I do this, I, I watch it and pause like every five seconds to write something down or or like decide how I want to do something. But th this one, I was like, well, I can't do that because then I would just ruin it for me. I just no, I feel that this is a movie that uh, I, I also tend to 
take a decent amount of notes whenever we watch stuff just because I want I, I'm bad at remembering things on the spot. So I want to remember things I want to actually talk about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But for especially the first half of this movie, you just kind of have to sit there and take it all in. When all said and done, really not too much happens, but it's the way that it happens that you just kind of have to soak it all in. Yeah, the way they present it, they don't give you a moment's rest. No. Not in the slightest. It, it's it's like the the opening parts with the with her meeting the, the wolfman, but that's his name, by the way. They don't give him a name. They don't give him a name. I did notice He's that also. He's called the father or the wolfman. Yep. And uh, the, I don't like the way they treat him, but we'll, we'll get to that. Um. Yeah, the moment they start like that, and then it just spirals into the wolf children, and then it keeps going, and it, 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 and then at the very, very end, it sort of ends, and you're like, damn, I just really sat here for two hours, huh? There was a moment, like, most of the way, not most, like, halfway through the movie, where I did have to stop and see, like, how far in we were, and I realized <laughs> I was only halfway through, and I was like, oh, my God. Okay, in in the original summary, I had it like I had like a description of all the things that happened, and then I was and then I was gonna put, and this only is the first thirty minutes yeah. of the film, <laughs> <laughs> and that the first thirty minutes of the movie is basically before the well, it's like the first twenty minutes are basically before the kids are even born. No, it's it and thirty for the first thirty minutes is right when she's about to leave the city. Yeah, and then that's when the real movie starts. Yeah, but first, unless you had something else you mm-hmm. wanted to bring up, no, no, no. Let's but, but first before before the movie itself, the man okay. behind the movie, who's that guy? Mamoru Hosoda. Yeah, that guy. You know, for that the, guy. I know that guy. I'm for the audience. Oh, for the, who's for that the kids guy out there? Yeah. Uh, well, you guys read the, the the opening part, the girl who left her time. I believe that was his first original title. That's the one he did with Madhouse. Yeah, he was still at Madhouse when he did yes, that. He, he I, did. That um, is the one. And he did my favorite movie right after that. Yeah, and then he did Summer Wars. Oh right, no, excuse in 2009. me, that's not my favorite one. I had the Boy and the Beast. Boy and the Beast is after this one. Yeah, Boy and the, well, hold on. I I looked at the timeline earlier. I got the I got the wiki. It's it's the girl Summer Wars. Then he made Wolf Children, and then the Boy and the Beast. Yeah, so yep. I Boy and the Beast is my favorite work of his, but that's not you know that's not to say that I this this dude's a legend. It's actually though this dude is this dude is the best like we're we're actually watching an animation director build a catalog of like classics yes because you see this title you see like the he's only made eight movies in, in the last 20 movies 20 years yep and only four of them have been through his own studio yeah i don't even want to like be like <clears throat> god damn it christian you got me sick uh sorry buddy i don't like I don't even know if that's a lot or a little, because it's, it's comparatively, the fact that we know his name is alone an achievement. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I won't, I won't forget this guy. This, the, I'm, I'm gonna have to go back and watch these movies. It's been, it's been actually like two or three years since I watched The Boy and the Beast, and this movie made me want to go, go watch it again. I wanted to go watch it again, and then I didn't after we watched Baron uh, Omatsuri, which is a One Piece movie. Which is a One Piece movie uh, that we watched in our other podcast. It's arguably the best one of the first seven, eight. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even say arguably. I Six. would say it's the it's the definitive best one that we've watched uh, but so you know, there's far. There's people, people out there that like uh, the fifth or fourth. That's, I mean, sure. 
but they would be wrong. This is this is my definitive best One Piece movie out of the ones we've watched. This guy's this guy's a god tier uh movie movie creator, director, animator, whatever. Yeah, it's him and the other guy who gave him the platform, uh Saito. Yeah, Saito. Yeah. Who he did Yuichi, uh Saito. the girl who left through time with. No, it's a different person. But still that they they formed the studio just for this person to have the means of creating it because otherwise they would have to uh, like bargain and like uh, settle yeah, settle like, for like subpar because they're under a different studio and they have to pay attention to the to the ceo of that company or something yeah it really uh from from, from what i because i i also decided to look into him briefly and also because i have his wiki up here for the movies uh you know he they, they really got angry with like studio ghibli when he was working for them because he was working on a he was working on mm-hmm. one of their movies uh but he was told constantly during the making of it that uh he needed to make the movie like miyazaki would and he was like but i'm but that but i'm not miyazaki i want to make my sh- i want to make my shit yeah uh and so eventually he just left because he wasn't allowed to make what he wanted but yeah this dude is um I, I I'll easily recommend any of his movies over like any mm-hmm. other anime movie. So I think Summer Wars is sort of like the the ca- most casual one out of all of them. Then you have this one that he makes three years later or finishes three years later, and boy, all right. Well, so uh, let's talk about the actual movie now. Then, mm-hmm. so we start off with your your favorite opening shot: the flower field of the of a girl laying in the flower field. And there's a figure approaching. Now, given the title of the movie, they make it sort of look like a wolf at first. Mm-hmm. Um, then it turns out to be a man, but we don't see who it is. And you realize one of uh, one of the first things actually is that the the show is show the movie is narrated, but not by her, by her daughter. Back then, mom was a student at a national university in Tokyo. She'd earned a scholarship to cover some of her tuition and worked a part-time job to take care of all the rest. But yeah, so we've got we've got uh, Hannah, who we learn is this this woman's name. Uh, she she spots a a, a lonely-looking character in the middle of one of her lecture halls. Classic. Doesn't look like he really belongs there. He's just got a notebook and he's scribbling down random notes. No textbook, no nothing. And then we get the montage. Yeah, which is something that this guy does a lot too. Most of the we we talked about how like the first 20 30 minutes is really just Hannah and Wolfman, but there's also only like 2 minutes of dialogue in that entire time because mm-hmm. you don't need it. Yeah, this one has the uh the, the most just uh time skips, I guess you could say. Uh like my, I, for it, it sounds it sounds like a weird word to use here, but montage is kind of like the word to use because it's a it's a bunch of clips of them doing stuff mm-hmm. uh with you know nice classical music over top they take a trip into the forest where wolfman reveals his wolfman identity and of course because we have a movie she's not afraid of him we immediately cut to wolf sex pretty much had you enjoyed the uh transformation scene it's fine i a lot of a, a lot of well, uh, what do you want me to say? It's a, it's a, it's a, the pinnacle of animorphs technology in anime. Like, I don't, 
I, I'm just happy they didn't do, like, the bone-crunching... Yeah, no, I don't want that. Definitely not. No, I was just talking about, like, the, the quality of, 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 like, detail they put into the, the transformation. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that we saw it, like, in smooth motion. Yeah, we have to imagine how much effort or uh, time it took for them to guess or, like, try to figure out how do we make this not creepy, like you said, like, no bone-crushing, no, like, body weird shit. Yeah, I, I, I'd say they achieved that pretty well. It's pretty cool because they, they 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 don't really do it often in the movie. They sort of find ways to, to like not show the transformation. The people just go from normal humans to wolves. Yeah, there's a there's a cut in between, or they duck behind something, and whatever it is. Yeah, and then we get the the births of the two kids. Yeah, the name naming conventions for characters in this universe are are low, but eh, whatever. It's like it's like getting ta- it's like getting water tattooed. Uh, stupid Americans getting water tattooed on their arm. You know, yeah, but in kanji, so it looks cool. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Could you imagine though, if you walked around Japan and you just saw a dude who, who, who tattooed water. the English water on his arm? Just no, that's the thing. I, I'm sure it is. Where were we? I don't. Uh, the kids are born. Oh, but, but uh, before that, I just wanted to mention how, like, you see Hannah go through uh, all of these. Well, she realized she's pregnant, uh, and she she thinks about going to a hospital, but then she stops at, yeah it was at, the day of right the day of she was gonna go in i'm guessing she already had, took the test yeah she she probably already realized she was and she was gonna go in for medical advice as you as one does but and then she like big brain and said wait a minute this this isn't smart yeah i i could pop out a wolf cub so maybe i shouldn't do this so she educates herself on in a single day she goes out to the library and buys like 16 books yep in a single day. Yep. She's gotta know everything, man. She gotta make she gotta make sure this birth this birth goes well. Hannah is built different. She she is. She she resorts to books for everything. And then out of nowhere we get we get the nonsense. Which nonsense? The, uh, the, the his body being found in oh, the river. Right. Oh, we're gonna skip right to that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, well there's not much between that. No, I know. It's just montage of first child, then second child, and then he's dead. He's just dead. It comes out of nowhere. Yeah. It's like the second child, my bro- my brother was born as the na- narrator, Yuki's gone, and then my brother was born, and then it happened on a rainy day. It was raining that day. Dad stepped out, but the day wore on and he didn't return. They just kind of killed him. They just kill him for the sake of killing him, for getting him out of the way to make Hannah a single parent. It's just, mis- yeah, it's just a mysterious thing. They, they never really divulge into it. I'm, later on, I sort of figured that he much like the kid does later he he uh he, he drowns does, like yeah he drowns he had this instinct to go for a bird fell in the river and just drowned yeah they, they would also explain how he got where he did he's just in like a large drainage area of the city so he he drowned somewhere probably outside the city mm-hmm. uh fell into whatever and washed into the city through whatever channels and she just, of course, happens to walk by when, as they're disposing of him, and holy God hell, this is, this is vicious. They had no reason to do, to do that hard. Yeah, this is, this is, this is hard. They grab him, put him in a garbage bag, and toss him into the garbage truck. Yep, and then they crush it, because that's they what crush- garbage trucks do. And she begs, she runs over there, begs them for, to, for, the, for the corpse of this wolf, and the garbage disposal men are like, Huh? It's an animal. You want this is a what? This is a dead animal carcass. What do you what? 
what do you want about lady and she's got her two kids she's running around in the rain with the two children strapped to her chest and back and you know she she runs over there kneels at their feet begging them for the but they, they don't care they throw the corpse in the in the garbage truck they crush it they drive away and that's the last we see of wolfman they were so savages when they made that scene because they show the whole scene they had they show the whole putting it in the in the truck and then slowly getting crushed mm-hmm and there's nothing. There's no audio here. Nope. You get the, that as soon as she sees, or it's revealed to us, she drops the umbrella and we see the body in the river. All audio cuts out, and there's nothing until we cut to the next scene. It was him. We'll never know what Dad was thinking that day. Maybe he was heeding the call of the wild, instinct driving him out into the rain to hunt down fresh meat for his newborn and his mate. And at this point, we kind of cut to like another, like three year, two, three years later or so. Yeah, well, the, the the kids start growing up. They start developing their their wolf traits. Yeah, we see that they can fair, pretty freely transform themselves <laughs> from form to form. Feed me, <laughs> no. Yeah, <laughs> and then she runs around. They they um they do a pretty good job of making, especially Yuki because she's the active one, act mm-hmm. very much like. A dog. They, they they do a really good job transitioning the, the two forms, just like having them dunk like a baby would, and then just going wolf. Yeah. Well, the physical transformation. I meant like the. I meant like her personality in that instance. Oh, yeah. In these instances where she's like, I want food. I want to go for a walk. I I need I need this. I want to go to nursery school. Wah, 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 wah. And then like when she gets her way, she like runs around excitedly like a dog <laughs> would, like in your in their yard or mm-hmm. something like that. You know. So they. They give especially Yuki this very canine-like uh, personality to her, and the uh, Ame, uh, a much more normal human two, three-year-old personality, which, of course, as we learn later, we do on purpose. The, the, the old switcheroo. Mm-hmm. These, these are the killer scenes where she starts getting hassled. How am I supposed to sleep with him crying all the damn time, huh? He's a baby. They cry. Ah, that brat of yours needs a muzzle. <laughs> We don't allow pets in this building, period. How many times do I have to tell you? It wouldn't take but a minute and we'll be out of your hair before you know it, all right? Can't come barging in here! You refuse to cooperate with us. We'll have no choice but to assume neglect. Just leave us alone! I mean, how do you handle that? How do you handle having those two little kids and not letting them go to school? Uh, fuck, fuck me if I know. Can't, I... Take them, can't take them to the pediatrician or a vet. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, uh, I, I kind of chuckled to myself. You know, it's not it's not necessarily meant to be a funny scene because she eats some silicone gel pellets. And on the thing, it says do not consume, but she can't read. Right. But she can't read. And mom was busy doing something. I don't remember what she was. She was doing busy, busy taking care of the other kids. Yeah, she was busy being a mom, uh, mm-hmm. a single mom with two kids, two wolf kids. And, you know, she so Yuki's throwing up and she rushes out of the house to go to the doctor and conveniently the pediatrician and the animal (laughs) hospital are right across the street from each other so you can have this two-way street uh this uh the path goes off in two directions robert frost moment eventually she decides to do neither and just call them both on the payphone that also is conveniently right there uh and she consults both of them for advice can i have a snack but like yeah the i i just i couldn't help but laugh to myself about how like how nonsensical it is that she that they're just 
they're just both right there and they're the only two things open i mean they have to be because they're hospitals and emergencies happen no matter what time of day it is but just funny i don't know then we meet the grumpy grumpy old man yep and he's the grumpy old man who begrudgingly quote unquote teaches them how to survive and we get some nice moments with her and the rest of the villagers mostly older people you know trading secrets trading uh farming is an understatement here she she uh remodeled that whole house right because she she moved into this broken down home right yeah she she's with the realtor and the guy's like yeah i don't even really know why i brought you here this is a garbage dump let's move on to the i'll take it and are there any neighbors well only if you use the term loosely there's no one around for miles so on to the next there's a cute little house in the village i think I'll you'll take it this is the one I want. Uh, it is? Uh, all right, sure. Any any neighbors around? Not for two miles, great. Where do I sign? And then, yeah, and then for, and again, an unnamed amount of time, she uh, renovates the entire house by herself. Does the roofing, uh, fixes doors, fixes the floors. That was a good montage. Uh, yeah, it's it's nice. You know, it's a very, uh, I mean, it. Uh, you want to say it's empowering because she does all of it herself, but also it's depressing because she has to do all of it herself. <laughs> uh, what is that? A, it, is it a catch-22? Yeah. Is that what that means? For the most part. I always hear that. I never know what that means. Yeah, we get, we get these montages of her uh, making the house better and then uh, several montages of her failing at farming. When, when in in the scene where the kids wake up, right? They're like, "Oh, where are we?" Do you do you think she gave them sleeping pills? I feel like she gave them sleeping pills. <laughs> they were asleep for a long time because clearly they drove several hours into the countryside. And those roads, roads are rocky. You see the several scenes where the car bumps up and down. Yeah, maybe I wouldn't be surprised if she gave them sleeping pills for the whole way. Yeah, her last trip uh, before she left the city was down to the animal hospital. It's like, do you have any uh, dog tranquilizer? <laughs> Little kids are a pain in the ass as is. Now you make them wolf kids and you have to be wary of the fact that they might accidentally transform in front of this guy. Or uh, my guy, Hosoda, was just like, ah, they were asleep for 12 hours straight. Who cares? <laughs> no chance. <laughs> this is the this is the 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 mountains. This is nowhere near the city where she was. No. So farming simulator makes potatoes. She makes potatoes. Uh, the guy back over the course of 12 grumpy hours, old grumpy old man, uh, uh, like Narasaki is his name or Nirasaki, something like that, teaches her how to, how to, how to farm. Is it strange to say, I kind of want to be like this old man? <laughs> I, eh, no. Just know your shit, know your shit. Look at the, the peons coming in, choose who's, who's worthy of your yeah, attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, it sounds like some, <laughs> It sounds like something I could see you doing, an old <laughs> version of you doing, just just crotchety old man sitting in the middle of nowhere waiting for some kid to try and build his own house, but do it really horribly. You're doing it wrong. Walk away. And then the next day, no, 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 no. The other screws. Walk away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stupid. That needs a Phillips head. Yeah, he he literally just like, we, we do that like five times where he tells her to do a thing, walks away, and then we cut to him walking back from that direction and goes, no, no, no. Do this now. Furrows are next. Okay. Stop crowding them all together. Right. Too small. Make them bigger. Sure. 
there's also a scene where she she, she like when she's beginning to learn how to farm she goes out and she she asks the farmers that hey can i can i have these leaves for the fertilizer and they're like why are you why are you asking yeah, why are you just asking to take dry leaves from the forest just, t- just take them yeah i don't know i, I really like that their their aggressiveness is like don't 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 ask stupid questions yeah don't ever ask me that again because at this moment they're still kind of doubting whether she'll stick around or not because they have they have lamented at this point several times to the audience and each other that new people especially young ones that show up don't tend to last because there's no there's no coffee shops or uh internet cafes around there's no convenies yeah it it is nice to see the the fruits of labor though when she does get eventually get the potato which is a lot of potatoes by the way like yeah, a single it was a little ton of potatoes like a little single little plant of she of like was like six packs of potatoes is that one yeah. little plant yeah, she and then she planted like twenty of them. Yeah, 30, one, I don't know how many. one one uh, one plant that they, that she pulls out of the ground has like eight potatoes on it. Those are some super potatoes or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, maybe, maybe that's normal. I don't know anything about farming. Uh, maybe that's a normal thing. But she's got a ton of potatoes around, and she realizes that this is why uh, she was told to make another field because she's got to give back now. So she goes around and everybody trades goods. Somebody gives her giant carrots. Somebody <laughs> gives her a couple bags of something, grain, rice, whatever yeah, I think it, was. it was. Some type of wheat. Yeah. Uh, some woman's got eggs, which shout out that woman in particular. Eggs are amazing. Eggs Thank are so the good. Eggs. Why are they packaged, though? <laughs> you saw that, right? Uh, yeah, they were, they, they were also. They're, they're like, I, you know, that didn't even occur to me. It didn't even occur to me to think that why, why would they be in uh, normal egg cartons? It looked like she went to the supermarket, bought 20, like, cartons of eggs yeah. and said, I, I, I farm these. Which, to be fair, <laughs> she, might, been, she might have an egg business or something. It could have been the truth because we don't see a chicken farm at ever, at any point. So it's possible, I guess, she just went to town and bought eggs for her new neighbor that gave her potatoes. So maybe. Who knows? And this, this was, um, this was crotchety old man's wife, too, wasn't it? Oh, was it? I didn't know that. I like the part where, where they, they, like, see her fridge, and they're like, oh, that's a cute little fridge you have, because it's a standard, it's a standard-sized fridge. It's like a fridge you see anywhere. It might have been a little smaller, but... No, it's just, it did look really standard, dude. Well, she's, like, she's, like, crouching down to get into it, though. Okay, it might have been a little smaller. So, I, yeah, I, I think it's, like, it's, it's more akin to a mini fridge. Mm. Maybe, like, a half-size fridge at most. Then they, they they bring around the Chungus fringe. <laughs> yeah. Just gathering dust out in the shed. At least this way it's going to good use. <laughs> but still. If we come back home with this thing, we're going to catch hell from the old man. Grandpa Nirasaki? It's always hot of this and hot of that with him. He's got a crush on Don't her. Don't be silly. He's 90. Hey, all I know is that he told everyone to look out for you, Hana. Idiot. That was a secret. Yeah, the, this was definitely the mother of, of fridges right here. It's it, it was nice to see, like, in the beginning of those scenes, her like sort of empty fridge. She had like one package of chicken. <laughs> she was still in college, college student mode. Yeah, and then like they cut, they cut to the end, and then she has a whole fridge filled with random vegetables yeah. and stuff. And there's still stuff str- strewn about on the floor too, which is why uh, the this woman is like, "What? What is this?" And she, she's like chuckling to herself about how tiny and cute and adorable this fridge is. And she's like, that's not going to hold all the all the vegetables I'm about to shove down your throat. Hey, 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 old man, get get the get the fridge, get the big boy. <laughs> and then these two these two younger dudes roll 
roll big Carl out from the from the the shed and big and, Carl. Yeah, I I decided the the fridge's name is Carl. <laughs> uh i mean okay and we learned that it was old man's fridge she finally gets to thank the old man for uh everything she's done uh he's done for her throughout the whole time he's always like stop smiling i don't like that stop mm-hmm. doing that mm-hmm. it's, it's creepy it's ugly it doesn't suit you and eventually she realizes no 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 he's not being mean this is he's just grumpy yeah it's just a grumpy then when she starts chuckling I'm like i can't believe i used to be scared of you. <laughs> yeah she just laughs at his face she go he goes like why you got that stupid smile on your face i figured out why you had me plant so much we're all in this together give it a rest huh walking around with that smile on your face <laughs> what's so funny <laughs> You're just going to stand there and laugh like a lunatic? And she just laughs at him. And that's it. That's, that's the scene. We cut away after that. We get all this. I, eventually, Yuki decides she wants to go to school and bugs Hannah, mom, about it real serious. And we relent eventually. Yeah, it's around here where we start seeing the shift in, uh, in roles where Yuki starts developing more human-like traits and Ame starts sort of being curious into his wolf side because he sees the big wolf in the in the zoo is it a zoo exhibition place? Uh, i don't know it was the uh, well it was sort of a zoo it was like the wild wildlife uh whatever conservation place that they had there because she goes and becomes an assistant to the park rangers mm-hmm. and the first time she goes there for the interview i, I, I like on a paper somewhere she saw that there was a they had a captive wolf there and then they go down and they visit the wolf and Ami's uh, fascinated. Captivated. Uh, captivated is probably a better word, but kind of in a bad way because he looks at this wolf and he goes, this this wolf seems so lonely because he's an old wolf for one. Uh, mm-hmm. And we learn that he's been passed around from to like two or three different zoos. He was owned by a rich dude who just bought him and was like, I want a wolf. So he owned a wolf. It's a wolf that was uh, raised in captivity. Yeah, it had never seen the light of wild nature. It was so sad. It was very sad. Also, are wolves that huge? I feel like that wolf is massive. Uh, wolves are pretty big. Uh, you if you imagine like some of the larger dog breeds, like a like a nice sized German Shepherd, like that's that's pretty that's pretty wolf like. They get bigger than that, of course. This is this is when we get a lot of a lot of time skipping too. Because we skip through a lot of the early uh, years as Ame begins going to school as well, and we yeah. skip through like first, second, third year. They do it in a very clever way where the it's uh, it's sort of sliding across the classrooms, and then you start seeing the different ages. Yeah, the uh, first year they have the mottos for each year and so on, and then we we see that Ame just straight up does not want to go. Which um, you know, kudos to him. School's a scheme. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you enjoy that that switcheroo where the wolf? The wolf child eventually just not doesn't want anything to do with the wolf side. Um, I kind of ex- I expected like the divergence to take place in my head. It was kind of a 50 50 about whether or not Yuki continues to embrace her wolf heritage or not. Of course, we know now that Yuki decides to go full human pretty much. And mm-hmm. Ame is the one who I, I guess I didn't expect him to go full, full wolf. Yeah, I thought he was, he was, he might have just become more like his father and just still go to school or whatever. But like, 
go on the you know, on the weekend just go out hunting as a wolf yeah, or something yeah or like take or or frequent the this conservation place a lot more and just be like a ranger or something yeah 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 that would have been nice i did not see um <laughs> did not see ame going full like full guardian wolf yeah it was nice when the, when he starts bringing up his master <laughs> he said the uh, sensei teaches me and, and i thought to myself oh you he found an old dude or what is he did he find a spirit or something yeah he found the hermit in the woods and then he, he like you want to meet the sensei he'll probably like you and then we meet him what is it a fox it's a fox it's an old fox it's a big fox isn't it it's a, like not a regular size fox it's uh, a big one because foxes aren't usually that huge it could have been an abnormally large fox he's also still a kid so he's a small wolf as well they they make ame look very uh very wolf like or uh, fox like also they give him that that really slender form that foxes tend to have wolves are usually a little bit more meatier shaggier more more hair but uh I, maybe that's on purpose i mean he eventually develops those traits but he, he was still like skinny and uh, you know two two of the best scenes in this whole movie are the scene where they first see snow in in the village oh my god i and then they they go yeah because we kind of skipped over it and that's they go fine. We can start... talk about it later in the fr- in the favorite scene section. Because all right, all right, yeah, I do. I do like this moment though, where you just you see him running through the forest and learning things from the fox, which you know makes me wonder if somehow he speaks fox or you just kind of do it non-verbally. Like I think it's an animal thing. Yeah, this is like this is kind of also the moment where we're, when we're like only a little more than halfway through the movie by the way yeah this is this is a long movie um but also the rest of the movie kind of takes place in like the same time frame for the most part because we skip ahead a little Mm -hmm. bit more we get the two kids uh uh, clashing with each other over yuki's like you need to come to school we're humans she she's no longer associating herself pretty Mm -hmm. much as a wolf as as even part wolf she she outright states she's a human because we also skipped over this. She has a thing with uh one of her a new a new classmates, so so hey. Yeah. She and the first thing he says to her is that you smell like a dog. She she took that personal so <laughs> anyone would take that personally. She just also happens to be part wolf, so it's especially like that sucks. And I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, I expected this to be the introduction of more wolf children because he's the only one who go who it's the first thing he says to her he goes you smell like a dog do you have a dog at home and she uh she's mortified she 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 cannot believe the words that just left this kid's she, she mouth got the, she got the mr crab surprise face yeah she she just she full-on is like uh, it's, it's 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 sad because she goes to the bathroom washes off yeah and she starts, she's like do i smell like a wolf yeah though? she starts smelling herself and then she leaves the bathroom and so hey so hey's there two still and he's like cha- he's like chasing her down he's like what's what's wrong with you did i say something wrong and you did you, you shouldn't tell anyone they smell like a dog at any point she just also happens to be a part wolf eventually he corners her accidentally because she tries to run through a locked door he also makes the mistake of trying to grab at her i don't know why he's doing this this is yeah he, he it's a kid not knowing that he's being aggressive yeah because he's still a kid i guess yeah uh, they're still i think she's still in like second or third grade at this point and ame ame's in like second grade but either way uh she gets she gets too flustered she's trying to do this is so cute uh as she's running away she's trying to do the spell uh that 
Hannah teaches her about three octopuses and three something else. Is that is that what you got? Why? What does this the dub say? I think it's I will be a good little girl all the way home. Oh, that's not that's not anywhere close to something like the, that. The, the, I, don't the know, I found it cute because because like when she learns that thing, she's like tucked under the bed. She's chanting it over and over again. Whenever you feel like changing, just say it. How does it go? I'm gonna be a little girl all the way home. Simple, huh? I'm gonna be a little girl all the way home. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be a little girl all the way home. home. <laughs> yeah, it's adorable. Yeah, it's pretty adorable. But when she does it here, it's it's really sad. It's yeah, it's it's a little it's a little uneasy because she's re- she's trying really hard to not let the wolf out, and then it comes to a head. Uh, Sohei's trying to grab her. Uh, she throws him away, but not before transforming partially into a wolf. She cuts his ear pretty badly that it leaves scarring. So, and she's sitting there, uh, you know, breathing real heavy. She got like these blood red eyes. Yeah. And then we also get like another, there's, there's a lot of sad movies scattered. I mean, sad parts scattered throughout this film, which we kind of like skip over. But the, one of the, the big ones is when she's in the car and she's like, do we got to move now? Yeah. We spent like five years in this place where we, we like basically have a new life here. We're pretty good. We're pretty set. And now we got to leave because I made a mistake. I tried to be good. I kept saying it, but it didn't work. Are, are they going to kick me out of school? Will we have to move away because of me? I'm sorry. Yeah, it's 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 too much weight thrown on a, a small child's shoulders but unfortunately because of the position they're in is just sort of inevitable mm-hmm. but then so hey the, the absolute chad <laughs> chad the big brain goes and it was a wolf wasn't her it was a wolf which is weird that we just kind of accept this fact after we've already called i mean they did it the they, did, they just pretty much assume that she did it but he, he won't admit to it mm-hmm. but he still kept a secret he knew he kept the secret. Yeah, he he then pretends that he didn't actually see Hannah, or excuse me, Yuki as the wolf form. That it was just some random wolf. Mm-hmm. Even to the mom, he, she goes, uh, "Did you see anything weird?" And he's like, "No, I just sort of saw like a wolf. I don't know where it came from, but yeah, but, I know it wasn't. Yeah, but Hannah, Hannah knows. Like we we know that Hannah knows. If anything, it, it's sort of." nicer because he's like i I won't even tell the mom yes i'm keeping this between me and her yeah um you know he he i mean he 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 comes to their house every day and brings her snacks bring brings her class notes and then she finally decides she wants to go back to school again and he's there they walk he walks her to school and but but not before showing him his badass ear scar pool boy you want to touch it you want to touch this and then she does well of course she does (laughs) I was originally going somewhere with this for like part, the future part, but I don't remember what it was anymore. Oh, I, I I remember it was the kids fighting. So the kids, the Yuki, oh, and, Yuki and Ame man. have a have a fight with each other because Ame Ame wants to go be nature boy, and Yuki's like, no, you got to go to school. So they literally have a fight. It was a hard scene to watch. It's a it's it's tough because it's very hard. Yuki has at this point. Because of the incident with Sohei, made the resolution that she's never going to go wolf form again. And Ami's like, that's crazy talk. We're wolf people. He goes wolf form and growls at her and challenges her to a fight. So they start fighting and they start knocking over everything. This fight has knows no boundaries. 
Yeah, they knock over walls. Everything just crumbles down, and Yuki just straight up loses because she she just doesn't know how to fight or do anything. She she's long since forgotten how to she be a wolf. I guess she just never learned. Yeah, I mean, master master has done a good job of teaching Ame how to be more in tune with his natural side, but also yeah, uh, Yuki hasn't gone wolf form in forever or used any of her her wolf senses in forever so she wouldn't know how to win that fight she gets some scratches on him ame has scratches on him and stuff but uh when you see yuki in the bathtub like she's she's severely scratched up all over her back and stuff that was a very hard scene to watch because because hana couldn't do shit she what yeah. is she gonna do hana comes in the room and she's just there I was half expect well, usually movies when when they do this, I was half expecting her to try to step in and then she gets hurt and then the two kids sort of go, Oh shit, what are we doing? Yeah. But they, they went a, a a sort of more darker route where the fight continues and Hana just is powerless and just sits there and watches. Yeah. And then eventually Yuki rolls into the bathroom, locks the door, and that's the end of it. I expected I, I was kind of expecting also because they knock over the dresser where the little shrine she has to Wolfman is I thought at that point she was going to lose her temper or something, but she doesn't. And the fight just keeps going. I thought that would be the moment. Like she'd raise her voice and they'd both stop it like really loudly. They both stop mm-hmm. and they go, oh, mom's never yelled like this before. We just we fucked up big time. I guess they never show her being any sort of aggressive person. Yeah. Because that's her character, I guess. Yeah. It just kind of seems like it was never in her nature, but. Mm-mm. You would expect somebody in such extenuating circumstances to lose their temper every now and then, but she just she follows her father's advice and just smiles through most of the bad times. Yeah, uh, you can only do so much. So th- there's a thing that I saw on YouTube because uh, while I was because I was trying to figure out what, what next movie to watch, right? Yeah, and then I decided upon this one because I knew it was uh, sort of it was it's basically been on my. T- plan to watch list for like six years now mm-hmm. so so yeah i was on youtube and i typed in wolf children and then right with <laughs> the first result yuki's deaf uh, wait what usually when you type in these things on uh, google or something they give you some stupid uh like they give you a, a character name and then it usually it's always deaf like if you type in uh one piece zoro is go zoro's deaf and then it's an amv or something or no it's usually some stupid person trying to bait people fair enough that's how YouTube works. So yeah, I saw this, and then w- when I was looking at trailers and stuff, I uh, I saw a specific. I saw the scene, like uh, the the fight scene, like at the thumbnail for oh, it. Okay, and then it was like the wolf fight or whatever. So it, throughout this entire movie, I was going, "She's probably gonna die, isn't she?" I, well, I mean, I had I had the opposite, <laughs> having not seen a, a clickbait YouTube well, video. It, yeah, it was it was that that little suggestion that sort of tipped it away from me. Yeah. No, she, she doesn't, but still, it, it, like throughout the whole movie, I was waiting for it. The, the 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 whole movie, I was waiting for Ame to be the one who dies. Well, right, that's sort of where I expected to go. If I didn't know, if I didn't read that that suggestion right. on YouTube, that's fair. Uh, and then something terrible does happen to Ame, but we'll talk about that in a little bit again. Because what's it called for that for that scene where he goes, "Don't go to school today," and she goes, "What are you talking about?" That's where I went. Oh no, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. I could see that. So you imagine my uh, my my uh, what's it called? Paranoia when they're in school and everybody leaves, and the only two left kids are uh, Yuki and Sohei. Yeah, I'm like, and then they show the flooding scene. I'm like, oh no, that would have been a great time for the Sohei is also a wolf person reveal, and then he murders Yuki. 
Yeah, I, I kept trying to figure out different ways of she, she kept like for that scene, I thought she was going to show it and he would have panicked and, you know, they would have fallen. And he would have killed her or something or uh, that what's it called the storm when it came in the school would have been demolished mm -hmm. you, you can imagine the, the amount of shit i came up with just for reading one sentence. sure i can imagine your your, your imagination running wild on this one for sure oh <laughs> uh, that's that's good I, for someone who like hates trailers and stuff and i know you didn't even watch the video but but to but to have that one line send you down such a rabbit hole Telling you the whole time, and, and also the part where Ame almost drowns and Yuki came in, I was like, "Oh no, she's she's gonna uh, be the one to to fall." She's here. gonna reverse drown. Mm -hmm. She throws him out the water, but also falls in at the same time. Yep. Yikes! I didn't expect it to be Yuki who saved him. By the way, when when they when they don't when they don't show you who's who pulled him out, I expected somebody else to be the one. If anything, I feel like it would have been the old man, and he would. He I, I also was expecting forms. the old man. Yeah. The wolf forms and then just been like, ah, well, I've I've been old enough to see this a couple times now. I'm too I'm too old to be dealing with this shit. I don't care. Mm -hmm. So it's big it's big boy rainy season. Uh, everybody's being sent home from school, so we're calling the parents in to pick kids up. H Hannah gets the call. Uh, the whole time she's been pleading with uh, Ame to not go to the mountains again because she's kind of seeing wh what kind of path he's going down and she doesn't like it. Uh, so she's been pleading with Ame recently to not go up to the mountains anymore. So she, she keeps a watchful eye on him like 24 seven, pretty much. But she takes this call from the school, goes to get ready. Uh, and when she comes back to get Ame so that they can go pick up, uh, his sister, he's gone. She catches him on his way out the door. Another thing we've skimmed over. This is the latest in many heavy rains they've experienced and and in one of the last ones ame discovered that his fox master broke his leg and is like on his deathbed pretty much yeah this this is the the frequency of the storms coming in and destroying nature and he's like my my master's sort of uh dying yeah so ame feels that as the apprentice basically it's his job now to take care of the forest and Han hana has a choice to make to either chase her son or go pick up her daughter from school the choice was fairly obvious. She goes and chases her son into yeah, the forest. I'm assuming she made the uh, the deduction that the kid, the, the Yuki was probably safe in school. Yeah. It's a whole building and there's a staff around and all that. Yeah. So we come across Mama Bear. Hannah's briefly very worried for her life. Mama Bear's just out for a walk with her two kids. Would you, did you think the bear was going to attack? No. And then uh, Ame was going to come in to save him? It was a possibility. I can't, I can't say the thought didn't cross my mind. I thought that was how it was going to play out, that the, the bear would have attacked, the, then the, the wolf would have came in, saved it, and uh, Hyena would have seen the, the guardian aspects, I guess. That's that's fair. That could have definitely worked in the movie. But no, we get uh, two little children come and distract Mama Bear. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it, it, it would have made even more sense, too, because uh, a, a Mama Bear like that is probably the most likely bear to attack you because she might perceive you as a threat to her kids. It's probably a creative decision that they thought about. Who knows? She continues on, falls down a falls down a uh, a muddy slope, ends up passed out in the forest while it's raining. I don't know. You 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 describe that like she just tumbled down. No, she rolls down a mountain. Yeah, she she rolls down a huge ass hill, hits every branch on the way, ends up passed out at the bottom. She sees the the father, the wolfman. Ame. Ame's fine. Trust me. But he. He's an adult. 
He knows himself. An adult. Ame knows where he's supposed to be. She wakes up conveniently just at that moment, sees Ame walking away again, calls out to him, uh, laments the, f the idea that she never really got to do anything for him as his parent. Obviously not the case, but because she's feeling extremely inadequate. This is what you want? Aren't I supposed to have taught you something important in life by now? What have I taught you? Ame, Ame takes that person and just he goes up the mountain. Yeah. So instead of responding to his mother, he runs up the mountain. And Hannah, thinking that she's been rejected by her son, who she's never going to see again, starts crying. He runs up to the top of this, this mountaintop and he howls at the top of his lungs. Uh, and ha uh, Hannah realizes... That she might not have done everything right, but she had still raised, she still raised a good boy. That's, that's where she goes. All right. I, I guess this is actually where he belongs. Can't really hold him back. Mm hmm. It's a nice moment. Yeah, it's. It's a it's a very bittersweet, albeit kind of anticlimactic moment. But how do you end a movie like this? Anyhow? Yeah, how do you, how do you end a movie like this? But I don't I don't even think that those this movie never was never meant to have like a big moment, like a big ending thing. This is a, this is this is a how do you, like an over overcomplicated slice of life. <laughs> it's, uh, because th there's no magic. Yeah, there's no like warriors coming in trying to beat them up. There's no uh secret society. <laughs> there, there's no like uh real enemy. There's, there's no bad guy in the movie. No, I mean what you're saying makes sense. Just calling this movie a slice of life just doesn't sound right, no matter how you put it. It, it is though. It's a slice. It of is life. the closest thing you're going to get, but. I <laughs> I don't know. I mean, normally, you associate slice of life with a lot more, uh, I guess, uplifting or. No, there, there's slices of life like this. There's shows where like the character is a witch. Like there's this one specific one I'm thinking of where the character is a witch, but like witches aren't really that powerful. They just kind of like float. Or uh, I mean, the the slice of life that comes to mind is the um, shit. What's what's uh, I can't even remember the name of it off the top of my head. Um, Dango. Dongo. Clanad? Yeah, that one. Clanad's a slice of life, but it's it's Clanad's a bit it's weird mostly though, sad. It's, it was yeah, it's mostly sad, but that one's a bit weird because it's based on a game which has magic in it, sort of. Right. That's the little the little fairy things, but mm -hmm. uh either way. That's the end of the movie. Well, no, you, you get the scene where they, they skip again and uh Yuki's out in middle school is <laughs> I, I don't know, it feels strange watching those two kids just bounce on the mom. Yeah, I we we get the final we get the final narration bit of Yuki being like, and then I moved off to middle school dorms and left my mom all alone in the house after our brother ran away to be the forest guardian. Uh, and it does; it feels very weird. I very much you very much feel for Hannah in these moments. She seems fine with it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, she you know she, she talks about. I wish I had written the quote down, but uh, 
Yuki narrates the quote about, uh, about how in that moment when the sun rose and the the rain had gone away, how everything looked like it had been reborn. She was mostly she was at peace with her son's decision and the way her life was going again. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the little tea or not tease the little moment where she hears the howl and she she like perks her ear up and is like mm-hmm, that's my boy right there. Yeah, it's nice. I had to blast my volume for that because it's extremely low or at least was coming oh, you, out you lower. Well, when I, uh, I, I, I when I was watching it the first time. I didn't hear anything, but I, you know, you see her cut, put her, her, her hand to her ear. And I was like, am I supposed to be hearing something? And I cranked my volume all the way up to a hundred. And then I could hear the, the wolf howl in the background. That's mostly just uh, the speakers on my laptop problem, but you use speakers, you use headphones. Yeah. I just was using the speakers out loud. You're a madman. Why? There's nothing going on You're in my monster. house. So it doesn't mean anything. You don't get the full effect with the shitty speakers, the laptop. Uh, maybe. I hate you right now. You didn't experience this movie, bro. You just watched uh, it. How dare you? How <laughs> dare you? Anyway, that's the end of Corey the movie. Corey watched it with the headphones on. Yeah, I will do it right now. We'll try, get, rid of, get rid of this entire file and we'll do it again. I will I will send you some Sennheiser headphones. Uh, what? Mm. Whatever those are called. I'll give you some beats. You want beats? I don't want beats. All right. Some uh some AirPods. All right. I'll take anything but the, but those and beats. <laughs> I don't want AirPods either. AirPods are nice. All right. Well, that's the movie. You know, good 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 recap of the movie. I didn't really want to do the recap. But yeah, we but we did. I don't know. It just fe- it felt right. It's such a long movie. It's like hard to describe the the movie and so many plot points and so many little things that happen. But uh, yeah. So, do do you want to do real quick like favorite moments? Because I do, I do want to go. I do want to go back to the snow scene. I'm trying to think. The there's. I, I don't know. If, do we want to say that it, we're combining quotes and favorite moments? Sure. Right? Yeah. I mean, we don't need two. quotes here. I didn't even write down quotes. There's only one, and it's it's the scene where the father goes. Uh, every every apartment is like its own little world. He's describing how his moving job mm. is. Every apartment is like its own little world inside. Some families have money, some don't. Five people live in that one, and there, just two. Some are full of kids, others all old folks. And he's like, man, I kind of want one of, one of my own so I can come back home, kick, kick off my boots, and sit in a comfy chair. Mm-hmm. That's a mood right there. Yep. And then Hannah goes, I'll welcome you home. <laughs> Is that what she says in the in the sub? Something like that. Oh no! In, in the dub, she goes, uh, "If you wouldn't mind, can I also be part of that life?" Yeah, she says like, "And I'll welcome you," and then mm. keeps it short and sweet. And then my my there's two there's the scene where he's he's uh, Ami's uh, in in the woods with the wolf or I mean the fox. Those are some killer stuff. Like just watching them interact with nature, and then climbing up that mountain, and he sees the the sunrise or the sun. What was it? It was just. It was like it a, was a lake, right? Yeah, it was like a mountaintop lake or something like that. It was really good. Yeah, and then and then you you know what the best scene in the movie is? <laughs> that what, the the scene I'm gonna say for an A and B. <laughs> yeah, this 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 scene. This is like the exact halfway point of the movie. Because I I I paused this once the what? So this is this is the part where they see snow on the mountaintop for the first time and this whole thing from start to finish is just so goddamn good 
They, mm-hmm. they, they, it, it starts. They, they open. They throw open the doors, and they see all of this snow on the ground, and all three of them are in wonder of it. You have to imagine Hannah's seen snow before already, but something about being out in the wilderness in the middle of buttfuck nowhere has to ha- has to have a different effect on you, because it's not the city. It's you see the snow covered trees, you see your whole yard. Mm-hmm. The kids run out in the snow. They're playing in it. Hannah jumps on top of them. Everybody's giggling and laughing. We get on some snow gear. We go running through the forest. The kids are the kids are getting in wolf form and they're just dodging and weaving through the snow. All of this is animated as like is one rolling scene. There's like next to no cuts in between stuff. Yeah, we reach the peak of a hill through the forest, and it's just a downward slope of of, of snow. You know, you imagine like a ski mm-hmm. a ski slope. It'd be perfect for snowboarding or something. And these kid the kids still running down in their wolf form, zigzagging in between each other. Uh, <laughs> and then they have a, a, a little fairy tale scene where Hannah rolls down and then she like grabs her, so her like she holds her position and then she starts sliding down yeah. like Rocket Man or something. Yeah, she's she's standing straight up and still sliding down like like she's moving on a like a platform down the hill, but then she loses her balance again. Kind of an X Games moment. Where she's like, I can ride the snow, and then nope, and she tumbles forward again, and you can see every clump of snow that gets kicked up from all of their movement. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the music reaches this peak as we finally hit like halfway down the hill, like a stopping point. Everybody howls at the sky, falls back and laughs. And, uh, you know, the music reaches this, this crescendo. And I just, this, this is the magic of the, this, this movie. If, if, this, if it would have been just this, if you would have had like a short film of just this, I would be like, this is pretty good. This is this this this, this, this is pop. You can keep this alone. This alone carries the movie. If nothing else did, so but it, good. It's really good. Like if nothing else worked, and it did, all of that stuff worked. But if nothing else worked, and you had this scene, I would I would still recommend this movie just for that. I recommend your name just for the the scene where he drinks the sake. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the movie, honestly, I don't really care for. It's a, it's an interesting concept and it's beautifully animated. But the sake scene is really what carries that movie for me. That is a fair assumption, but I do t- I do kind of like most of the rest of the movie. You were you were there when you saw it. I I was like, you'll pay attention to this part. Yeah. No, <laughs> this uh this this snow scene is if you if you told me like this is what they animated to like I they they own the studio so they just made the movie. But if this was they, if this was a studio they didn't create and make for themselves, if you told me like this was the scene they brought to somebody to show mm-hmm. that this was this is what the movie was going to be like. I'd believe you 100. The, there's so much like you want to talk about the detail in the first frame. There's so there's buckets of detail just shoveled into this into this scene, and it's so nice. Without a doubt, the best the best scene in the entire movie. It is really good, and I sort of hate it a little bit, like two percent. Because I I know how these movies roll. I know these happy scenes always happen right before the messed up mm-hmm. shit comes in. Yep, always. This is immediate. This is immediately always. followed by Ame almost drowning in the river. Uh, the same way his father went out. Presumably, mm-hmm. we we know he definitely drowned. It's a matter of like what happened, and it was probably like this. He probably was chasing an animal, fell in the river somehow, some way, and then then he drowned. Uh, yep. And then Ame almost goes out the same way, albeit a little stupider because he trips over his long ass scarf. Who's to say the father didn't have a scarf either? Fair. He was 
didn't have it anymore when he got shoveled away into that garbage truck. But uh-huh. uh, horrible. Yeah. So yeah, it, it it is this moment too where you go, this is going too well. Something's got to happen, right? Like this this can't possibly this can't possibly go unchecked. And like I told you, I, the whole movie, I thought Yuki was gonna die. Uh, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I could tell you a few other scenes I kind of liked, but none of them would live up to the snow scene. Um, yeah, I think we're done. We're out of here. Yeah, that's that's it. We don't need to do plugs. How do you how do you want to end this? Go watch the movie if you haven't. You're a I monster. mean, definitely go watch the movie. This, this, if you actually listen look, to this whole look, if you, conversation, I don't know how you listened to this entire podcast and didn't think to myself, "I want to watch this movie." But please go, please go understand the genius that is uh, Mamoru Hosoda and uh, his his brother in arms uh, Saito. It's he's got a whole team, but those are the founders. Yeah, they they founded the studio. Uh, Hosoda's the the director producer guy. He, the, these are his ideas. Yeah, he co-wrote this, and we're gonna we're gonna be watching the other ones. Uh, but eventually, you know, go watch the whole catalog. <laughs> They're so good. The one I really want to see is uh Mirai. That's the second. That's the one that one? came out. Yeah, that's the one that came out uh before the recent one. Yeah, he's only done. Three after this. Yes. Boy and the Beast, Mirai, and one that I Bell. didn't realize had come out was Bell. Bell, based on the, the cover art, looks like a, an homage to classic anime yeah, characteristics. I would say that. Oh, that reminds me. After briefly looking up the movie, I, I read that the uh, the guy who did like the character designs for Wolf Children did the character designs for Evangelion. And upon reading that, you can immediately recognize it. You understand why the eyes are a little wide. The eyes are a little wide. Everyone's pretty slender. They have that really slender physique, no matter who you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 like head facial structure, all very yeah, all it. very Evangelion esque. Uh, stick around for the the preview for the next one. We're gonna do. We might do a few uh, non casts between that there and there. But do, you know. do I get to know now? Dylan can cut this. Okay. I'll, well, I'll tell you. We're we're done here. All right. Uh, love you. Later. Don't drown in a river. Hopefully you enjoyed this. Hopefully this was a solid 30 minutes. Nah, surely it's at least (laughs) 35. Next time.